Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with Michael Shevak. And we've had him before, and he's a wonderful author. Uh, many things, actually. He's a Renaissance man. And last time we spoke uh, about another book of his, but it really we didn't get into The Six Fix, Spiritual Healthcare for a Stronger America, which is a, a great book of his. And it's, uh, it's, it's long overdue that people have asked certain questions. And, and Michael, how are you? I'm fine. Thanks for having me, Frank. Well, listen, thrilled to have you. And uh, if you don't mind, give us a little bit uh, of an overview before we even get into questions or whatever. Give, give us a, an overview of the Six Fix Spiritual Health Care for a Stronger America. Well, I don't know. They, everyone out there must have noticed that the country's a little nuts right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, you know. I mean, it's getting crazier and crazier. And... You know, we don't seem to have our center. We're divided between blues and reds and purples and whites, and 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 yep. and we we just don't know what the country is anymore. And I am tired of it. Okay, I am tired of it. I wrote this book to help put us on the right track, and it's not just putting our country on the right track. You can't do that alone. You have to put every single person on the right track. And from my point of view, because I am. Uh, spiritually minded, um, you know. You, you, I. The only thing I could do is write a, basically a self-help book for everyone in the United States. Yeah, now yeah. I know that's I know that's ambitious, but that's what the six fix is. Yeah. Well, listen. No, it's it's ambitious, but uh, it, look, if somebody doesn't try to do something like that, uh, nothing like that gets done. So uh, again, it's uh, you know it's important to to go out when people hear spiritual. Um, they, they don't necessarily anymore think religion, because you've you've heard from years and for years and years people uh, ask you are you religious and they say no I'm spiritual, so people yeah, yeah, yeah. people have said that enough it's become enough uh, enough of a cliche where you're not really you're not forcing people into reading a religious book so to speak spiritual no, no, is different of course. Of course. And look, spirituality, correct spirituality, is the foundation of religion. All right. All spirituality is, is how this world works for good, how this world works for, i.e., to achieve good. That's spirituality. Religions add to that certain cultural things and other missions that they may have. But upon, upon core human spirituality, that's what religions are founded on. And America is a spiritual nation. We're not founded on religions. There's a separation of church and state. We don't have an official American church. Germany does. They have an, the Lutheran church and the Catholic church. Those are official state churches. England does. They have the Anglican church. We do not. It was excluded from our constitution. We were based on natural law spirituality from the enlightenment era and therefore i'm giving an i'm giving an approach which i think is highly american but it's never been put in spiritual terms before and i think we need to because we've got to get our center back i mean this this is an important thing to do for our country 
Yeah, listen, without question, and and like I said, it's it's important that we start looking at different uh, at different methodologies uh, of how things go. And look, here's here's one of the things that that people have spoken about, you know, not only to me personally, not only on the show, but in, in general, and especially with you know, us coming out of a pandemic and and all of that, there is uh, there is a drop. In, in church, there is a drop, and I, I assume there's a drop in the synagogues uh, around, yep. right? and and people were were going virtual, and people were doing that, and you understood why. Do you think that there's going to be a drop, uh, a permanent drop? Is this a permanent there's, thing? There's an enormous look, and mainstream Christians, mainstream Jews, mainstream religions in general are plummeting. They're plummeting, okay? And the the only organized religions that are seem to be having a, a following are extremely strict and very very you know tough-minded viewpoints. Okay, the mainstreamers are you know in trouble. They're not getting people who adhere to it. Okay, and they're not showing up. And I think that's of course dis- destructive and hurtful because it's they're wonderful traditions. But, you know, part of the reason is that science and secular life is a very powerful thing. We all live secular lives. Every religion is a kind of island in a secular sea. We also have scientific knowledge, and that scientific knowledge does amazing things, every bit as amazing as some of the miracles that are recorded in the Bible. So we we don't know where we get our truth from, and we don't know who our spiritual authority is and we've lost our god we've lost traditional god and we have to recover it in a new way so the six fix it takes a a completely different approach to get us away from the spiritual sickness because right now america is spiritually sick and because we're spiritually sick we have problems the the man you listen to michael is uh, is talking about the six fix. All right, let me give you a full title so everyone can buy this book. It's terrific. In in the six fix, uh, it, you'll you're gonna hear all of the things that he's talking about plus more. It's a great book. He's a wonderful author. Uh, spiritual healthcare. The, well, first of all, the six fix. Spiritual healthcare for a stronger America. And uh, and you know here is uh, is you know look here is where we are as a country. And and again. If you want to get all standpoints, you, you get Michael, but he's not going to give you just a Jewish view or, or just a Christian view. He's giving you a, an overall view. He's able to kind of yeah. separate himself from that. And he's a rabbi. I should say that. You know, it, it, we're not hiding the fact, right? You're a rabbi. and Yeah, but, but I'm American right. also. Right. There you go. I, let me ask you, since you've written the book and— it, it, so much has changed since we've written the book. Uh, is there a lot that you would change in the book on your thinking? No, your book actually, it's the same. Actually, the most amazing thing, Frank, and and it was really made me feel good because that was my intention. I, I I have been on Newsmax for that book. It's you know extremely extreme right wing. Yeah, Newsmax Newsmax yeah. is more right wing than than Fox. And I've been on a lot of liberal media as well. And it's what I'm so excited about because that was what I was trying to achieve 
is is I I created a spiritual center, spiritual health care, and both viewpoints can read it and they see themselves in it. And that I'm very excited about. And 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 so no, right now I wouldn't change much at all. All right. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's you know it, it's it's a it's a valid question if you think about it because of how much has changed uh, as you know as a society. Well, uh, let, let's examine that. I, I'm just used to saying that. It's almost become like muscle memory to say that so much has changed since the since the pandemic. Has sure. so much changed? In, so much changed during look, the pandemic, but coming yeah, out of look, it. Covid, covid is a watershed event. All right. Yeah. And let me explain why COVID uh, happened and we became vulnerable. Mm-hmm. All right. There were two incidents in the United States where we be- our borders became vulnerable. One was 9-11, where we're, for the first time we were attacked on American soil. And the other is COVID. OK. And COVID is a watershed event. And what it is, is it tells us there's a limit to human knowledge that keeps us safe. We're vulnerable. Nature is not always our friend. Okay? Mm. And we have to realize that our, our relationship to nature is primary. It's not secondary. Also, from a biblical point of view, every time human beings try to push and push to create more and more control and more and more control over over economics and militarism, what happens is there is usually a kick in the pants. All right. It's biblical. It's the story of Noah. It's the story of Pharaoh. It's a kick in the pants to wake up and say, I'm sorry. There's there is an earth here. There's a planet here. There are natural laws here and you have to start aligning Aligning yourself to how life works for good. How does life work for good? How does the world operate for good? That's what the six fix does. We're not just doing it in a vacuum COVID is forcing us to integrate our economic and military and systems so that they work with people. Frank, I got to tell you something. COVID taught us the most important lesson economics. We know now that it's not, you know, bond prices or the stock market or government regulations or not government regulations. The, the most important thing in an economy is healthy working people. We didn't we learn that from COVID? Yeah, there's no question about it. So it was, a, from my point of view, a swift kick in the butt for us to wake up and learn the value priorities and the relationship priorities that I outlined in the six fix. COVID forces us to get real, okay, and redesign how we approach life so it creates continuous good, which is the great American dream. The Six Fix Spiritual Healthcare for a Stronger America is the name of the book, and and Michael is here with us. Michael, I, you know, I, I know I got it right in the beginning. Shevak, right? Yeah. Shevak, and uh, how many books total do you have? Oh God, I I mean I can't count? count them really. There may be <laughs> I'd say seven, right. seven eight books. 
All right. Well, let's say, listen, it's a good estimate. And uh, it, one of the things that's, uh, you know, you said a watershed moment. Uh, the pandemic certainly was a watershed moment. 9-11, 20 years earlier or 19 early years earlier was a watershed moment. The last time that I could think of as a society that we had watershed moments together was, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe in uh, in the 30s uh, and, and 40s going from the Depression, I should say starting 29, right, uh, going from the Depression, Great Depression, to World War II, and they were kind of connected, right? They were all... Uh, they were all World War One, the Depression, and World War II. They're all connected. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that really well because I'm the social responsibility officer for the Patton Foundation, which was founded by the granddaughter of General George S. Patton, Helen Patton. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm very aware of that watershed event. That's that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Without uh, w- without World War One, uh, Germany is invulnerable to uh, to a Nazi uh, build up and to a guy like Hitler uh, coming in. If we would have handled the aftermath of uh, World War One differently, obviously. Yeah, and that that, by the way, Frank is is one of the things I mentioned in the book. It's on value. It's on relationship priority number oh number three. Meaning, you know, you have to, in everything you think, say, and do, you got to seek good for all people, which requires sometimes even, as, as, as scriptures will tell you, to love your enemy. All right? And the, the brilliant spiritual maneuver that we made in World War II was that we forgave the Japanese and the Germans and turned them into allies. And that's, that is a great spiritual principle of loving and forgiving your enemy, and that is what has prevented World War III. So anyone who thinks spirituality is all pie in the sky and la-di-da, they don't really know what real spirituality is. It's tough-minded, and it works, because that's how life is designed to work. It's like, it's, it's like, a, it's like a law. If you jump up, you come down. You forgive your enemy and release your enemy. It doesn't perpetuate enmity. It's as basic as you get. As you sow, so you reap. As being, as being someone so close to this situation, uh, the the point that you just made there is uh, is loving thy enemy. Uh, that's that's got to be the most difficult thing that you could uh, you could imagine someone to uh, to do, and uh, you know, and it's been talked about for a couple thousand years here, loving uh, loving yeah. thy enemy, and well, uh, people right. people don't take kindly to that people don't i uh, don't look at and myself included i mean it's it's a very difficult thing to do and if you can do that you are very strong spiritually you are and but loving your enemy doesn't mean you allow yourself to be victimized there's a big difference between peace and passivity you know in the six fix value priority number two is called peace it's the second most important value to have in your life is is a value that seeks peace so you know forgiving germany and and forgiving japan didn't mean we were going to continue to be victimized okay yeah. and you you don't forgive yourself and, and and then allow an enemy to walk all over you that's not that's not spiritually healthy that in fact is a violation of what i call relationship priority number one 
which is you have to take care of yourself first. See, that's what the six fix is. It's, it's, re it's relationship priorities and value priorities, six of each. And when you put them together, you have a very simple guideline for how to live your life. You know, whether you're an individual or whether you're in a family or whether you're in a community, a nation, or, or, or in a world of nations, these are the spiritual guidelines that we need to create good. And to create good and experience more and more good, well, if you're religious, Frank, you would say, well, God's blessing us. We're experiencing more good. So whether you, you phrase this as a secular way or a religious term, you know, you want to increase the experience of good, or if you're religious, you want to have more God's blessings. It's the same stuff. Everyone wants to have a good life. And that's why the six fix is beyond religion, okay, but yet includes it all. If you're just joining us, Frank McKay here with Michael Shevak, and he is uh, he's a renaissance man. This guy does, does it all, and the author of uh, seven or eight books, uh, put it around there. Uh, the, the one we're speaking about today is The Six Fix, Spiritual Healthcare for a Stronger America. And, uh, again, Michael uh, is uh, just wonderful. I, we've had him on before. We'll have him on again if he'll have us. And, uh, again, Frank McKay here with Michael Shevak. Michael, I've got a couple moments left. Let me ask you, and, and it, whether you talk about this or not in the book, let me ask you anyway, is it easier for us to be spiritual now or was it easier in our parents generation or our grandparents no it's much easier now no matter right. what problems we have we have an economic system that creates a lot of freedom to choose and experiment it's much easier now the problem is is we have to know how we have to know how to live a spiritual life okay and it's not a simple thing. You just don't live it and, and, and feel it. There are, there are guidelines, okay, that teach you how to do it. And we are messing up the guidelines in the United States. That's why we're spiritually sick. And that's why we're weak. And that's why we're fighting is because we're not operating according to correct spiritual principles. And we are sowing and reaping nightmares for ourselves when we start to do it correctly and live correct spirituality in America, these problems will disappear as quickly as we created them. It's that easy once you start to live according to the basic spiritual principles, which are the organizational laws of life. Okay, and this is tough-minded stuff. And whether you are right-wing or left-wing or center, it's the same reality we live in, the same laws of life we all have to live by, okay? We don't do this in a vacuum, and politics doesn't exist in a vacuum. It exists in a mystery of life that has laws and operative principles that we have to learn. No one lives in a vacuum. What countries are doing it better than us? Oh, uh, I, it's, I can't tell you they're doing it better than us, Okay. There are different kinds of countries, and they have different approaches. In some respects, China is doing it better than the U.S. Hmm. They are developing you know, ecologically-minded uh, technologies that are, are, 
that are really advanced and they're implementing it. They are, they are, you know, exploring fusion reactors faster than anyone else because they're very top organized. They can just say it and do it. Okay. You have Scandinavian countries like Norway, where, where people uh, have the highest quotient of happiness in the world. Okay. They are extremely high taxed. They're very, very social democracies where they, they, they take care of people's educations. It doesn't cost them anything for education or health care because they're paying extremely high taxes. You know, you have France's similar social democracy. And a couple of years back, they, they had to borrow a billion dollars to keep their retirement funds going. America is a different kind of country. We're a dynamic country. We're based on freedom and entrepreneurial spirit, and we're, we're based on individual self-expression. Who we are going to be and how we express our spiritual nature is going to be different than other countries. And, and I don't think there is a country in the world that is as high-spirited as the United States of America. And so I'm not going to compare myself to other countries. But if you just look at the basic numbers, we have the best medical system and we have the worst care. I mean, we have terrible care relative to other nations. Okay. We, we are pushing people to work to 70, even more. Other countries do better. They, they have people retiring at, at 62, 65 years old. Okay. You know, we tax old people after they have finished putting in a lifetime of work. Why? Haven't they paid their dues? I mean, there's a lot of things that are off base, Frank, but I don't want to compare the U.S. to anyone else because we are a unique system. Michael Shevak has been our very special guest, and uh, he's always terrific. And get the book, everyone. It's called Yeah, the but six- let's tell him where to get it. Get, all right. Well, that's for sure. But let me give it <laughs> one more time. The Six Fix, Spiritual Health Care for a Stronger America. Michael Shevak here. Uh, go ahead. Where, where's the best place to get it? And give us hey, a website. Hey, any bookstore that sells a book, you can get it. But The Six Fix, you can get from Amazon very easily. You can go to my website, which is uh, uh, which is Six Fix America, SixFixAmerica.com, and you'll get a link right there to purchase the book. Please, everyone out there, we can be optimistic. Okay, we can solve these problems once we learn how. Well, listen, Michael, terrific stuff as always, and I uh, would love to have you again, uh, real, real soon in the future, Michael Shevak, everyone. Has been our Thank you, Frank. Years. Thanks so much. God bless. And God bless, and and to everyone out there, the Six Fix right. Spiritual Health Care for a Stronger America is the name of the book. Uh, get the book anywhere you can get great books, and, and and check it out. Frank McKay signing off. Michael Shevak has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>